0: Hey, this is Jonathan with Limitless Mindset, and on this video we're gonna do a deep dive on a question that we got from a skeptic, actually. And a guy, actually I assume it's a guy, but it it's not necessarily a guy, but I assume it's a guy because of the, the skeptical nature of the question. He said, people seem to say the research showed this game didn't improve memory. Before I spend hours using this app, I'd like to be certain that it would improve my memory. And that was a comment that someone left on the video that I did about Dual NBAC Pro. Actually, one of my better videos, and it includes a cool little clip from a very sunny, sunny day that I enjoyed in Split. Croatia. And I want to address this topic because actually a lot of people bring up this criticism. A lot of people have some some skepticism around brain training and that that is somewhat warranted. I think it was in 2015 the FDA actually sued the company Lumosity for some uh, uh, astronomical sum of money because Lumosity had been making some different claims about what their brain training software did. And I actually kind of like their brain training software. It's pretty fun. And it had turned out that the claims that they were making weren't that well justified by the science. So what I'm going to do here actually is my friend, Dr. Mark Ashton Smith did uh, a deep dive on on this topic on what is the final word on evidence for effectiveness of the IQ training apps so i'll read from it here and i'll add a little bit of little bit of commentary here and there he said anyone considering using cognitive training apps is faced with a difficult question is the evidence compelling enough to commit a few weeks of time to it. Does it work beyond the placebo effect or practice effects on the standardized tech- tests? And so you would consider how you might answer this question using online reviews, the anecdotal evidence recent publication in the popular press, and also, uh, probably most importantly, peer-reviewed scientific papers. And so the highest grade of evidence is going to be meta-analyses. What is the highest grade evidence possible for any intervention? And the answer is a meta-analysis. And a, meta- a meta-analysis is a statistical analysis that combines the results of multiple independent scientific studies in different labs around the world. All those that have been published or unpublished, looking at the type of training in question. A meta-analysis sifts through conflicting results in different publications and finds the overall statistical effect, if there is one. A meta-analysis is part a scientific review procedure in developing medical interventions. For instance, a meta-analysis may be conducted on several clinical trials of a medical treatment in an effort to obtain a better understanding of how well the treatment works. I'll add the commentary. Sometimes meta-analysis can even be, and I think Mark Ashton Smith would probably agree with this, meta-analysis can sometimes even be better than a randomized, double-blind, placebo-controlled human trial because, of course, as the skeptics will tell you, those placebo-controlled trials cost a lot of money, and somebody has to pay that money. And in a lot of cases, the people paying that money have a financial interest in a positive result coming out of it. You know, that's how you have these drugs, these, say, antidepressant drugs or drugs that do something for a a cardiac condition or something like that. And they'll go through all those placebo-controlled trials that the FDA, that the regulators demand. But then it'll turn out that like 10 years later that they cause some terrible problem. And everyone's like, oh my gosh, how did this happen? Well, what happened is the pharmaceutical company that makes billions and billions of dollars selling that drug sponsors that science and then they pay astronomical fees to the FDA and you end up getting an intervention which is actually worse than the problem that it is trying to address and with a meta-analysis what will happen is there'll be researchers that are um, either completely objective or they're a whole lot less susceptible to those Uh, perverse financial incentives and they will analyze everything. So whenever possible, meta-analyses are are worth looking at. Moving on. Most studied cognitive training types. For cognitive training, two types of cognitive training have received the most scientific scrutiny with the most peer-reviewed studies and publications by far, which is working memory training, for example, dual and back. And number two, attention control training, also known as executive control training. Both types of training have been studied enough by independent labs to provide a wealth of high quality data for conducting meta-analyses to look for the overall effect sizes of different aspects of IQ and cognitive functioning. So let's move on to what are the dual NBAC meta-analyses saying. The most recent and authoritative meta-analysis of the effectiveness of dual NBAC training was published by Sovieri and colleagues in 2017. Full paper here. It analyzed 33 published Dual and back experiments from independent labs around the world. I'll add the commentary to this. I mentioned in another video, well, I did a video on this topic, that in 2017, PubMed did a pretty smart thing, which is that they required that conflict of interest statements be made upfront and publicly available. On the website, and actually, this is something that some uh, American senators required from the uh, National Institute of uh, of Health there in the U.S. And so, somebody might say, "Hey, Jonathan, don't don't you promote the Dual End Back as a as as a product that you sell on your website and you make affiliate commissions?" Yes, I do. And then Mark Ashton Smith, who is the person writing this, he also is the developer of this particular product. He's a uh, biohacking, anti-aging, cognitive enhancement entrepreneur. So that's, of course, my conflict of interest statement. But more importantly, if you check out this meta-analysis, there is no conflict of interest between the researchers that wrote this meta-analysis and dual and back so that means that it's about as objective as you can get as far as looking at the actual veracity and effect beneficial effect of a of a intervention the study shows definitively that dual and back training does significantly increase different broad abilities underlying IQ including fluid intelligence and working memory. Moreover, in the case that there was any lingering doubt, the results of this meta-analysis are completely consistent with the previous meta-analyses on dual and back, which are linked. All meta-analyses of dual and back training have said essentially reporting the same results. And I'll quote from the abstract. Therefore, we conducted a meta-analysis focusing on one specific training program, dual NBAC. We searched PubMed and Google Scholar for all NBAC training studies with working memory outcome measures, a control group, and healthy participants between 18 and 50 years of age. In total, we included 20 studies in our analysis that met our criteria and found a small but significant positive effect of NBAC training on improving working memory. Several factors that moderate this transfer are identified and discussed. We conclude that short-term cognitive training on the order of weeks can result in beneficial effects in important cognitive functions as measured by laboratory Tests. So dual NBAC is effective, but how effective is it? Well, we want to look at effect sizes. The Soveri meta-analysis found the following significant effect sizes for nonverbal fluid intellig- intelligence, which has the acronym GF, nonverbal fluid intelligence, and working memory, verbal, and spatial, and attentional control. These effect sizes are shown in the table below from the paper. And boy, if this is something that you're actually interested in, you're going to want to check out the article that I linked below this. Uh, Dr. Smith has an excellent newsletter where he shares all of this information. And then I'm pretty sure that he publishes it on his blog. And what I will do is also, with his permission, publish it on my website. So these tables, the graphics, all the links that I'm talking about here, you can go and check them out. Just just so the real skeptics out there can make sure that I'm not making, making this stuff up. Okay. 0.00 means no effect compared to control groups. If all the dots fell on the zero line, it would tell us that dual NBEC training has no effect or simply is based on a placebo effect. Note that the active studies control for placebo effects. So we are not looking at placebo effects here. These are genuine far transfer effects on IQ and attention. Although, interestingly, there is no significant training effect on verbal fluid intelligence, verbal reasoning skills, just as we saw in recent Cognitive Training Plus exercise study. And so, If anyone questions whether dual NBEC training has a real effect beyond placebo and test practice, the table above can be considered the final word on that data. The question is not whether dual NBEC training has an effect on IQ. It does. The question is whether the effect is large enough to be practically useful. Ooh, that is a good question. Moving on to attention control training meta-analysis. The other major type of brain training investigated by scientists is attention control training. The meta-analysis for this area of research combined 15 individual studies and was published in 2015. Does attention training work? A selective meta-analysis to explore the effects of attention training and Moderators. The abstract from this meta analysis is shown below. It is the best evidence we currently have for this type of training. This meta analysis found averaging over all studies, one, a significant training effect on attention skills. So G equals 0.25. So that would be, I think that would mean a 25% increase. And secondly, attention training significantly transferred to non-trained skills. That's important. Academic and cognitive skills. And in that case, there was an increase of 0.24. The non-training skills were not differentiated and averaged over word reading, writing comprehension, working memory, visual skills, reasoning, dual task performance, metacognition, executive functioning skills, and nonverbal IQ. Interestingly, the study also found the following large effect sizes if studies were segregated into different types of attention training and different groups. Firstly, is training, attention, orienting works better than other types of attention training. In that case, it was a one18 increase. So that would, I think, mean a 118% increase. So that's pretty good. That's like doubling, right? And secondly, attention training improves attention very markedly for ADHD. That was an increase of 0.52%. So 52% increase. That's not bad. However, because the number of studies is relatively limited, these results should be interpreted with caution. Moving on to attention-orienting training. The most effective type of attention training was found to be attention-orienting training with a large effect size. What is attention-orienting? It is selective attention, the selection of specific targets among multiple stimuli. It is also the ability to disengage attention from one stimulus when needed and rapidly switch to another. Is that saying that it's going to make you better at multitasking? I'm not sure. This kind of attention training combined with dual and back training is implemented in the i3 MindWare or High Pro. Those are Mark's software products it is also implemented in what is called useful field of view training which is now known to be another effective brain training intervention for improving cognition generally i don't think i have experience with that type effective sizes and how to interpret them how should we interpret these effect sizes and effect size, hedges G, is the difference between the intervention training group and the control group in standard deviation units. Effect sizes are conventionally interpreted as follows with examples from the meta analysis we've been looking at. There's a 0.2 small effect size of uh, dual end back effects on fluid intelligence. A 0.5, that's a medium effect size on attention training effects on ADHD, and 0.8, which is a large effect size, orienting attention training effects on attention skills. So the effect sizes on IQ for the classic dual end back training in laboratory settings are typically small, between 0.2 and 0.25. The effect size of dual NBAC training on working memory gains is 0.24. So let's take another kind of intervention to give this some context. 0.24 is virtually the same effect size of antidepressants such as Prozac in treating depression. See the diagram below from another meta-analysis, this time looking at multiple studies on the effectiveness of antidepressants. And there's a pretty cool little diagram here you might wanna check out. When we consider that back training is a highly constrained type of brain training, adopted by individuals who are often not very motivated in lab settings and start to look at combining dual and back training with attention control training, as in the IQ MindWare apps, and fitness training, and he has another article on that, we are now looking to be on very firm footing for answering the original question, which was, is the evidence compelling enough to commit a few weeks of time to it? Does it work beyond the placebo effect or practice effect on the standardized tests? Certainly, compared to the standards of pharmaceuticals, we can answer this question in the affirmative. And, of course, this explains why studies investigating cognitive training continue to proliferate exponentially rather than fitter out, as you'd expect if there was no useful effect. And that was the email, very helpful, concise email by Dr. Mark Ashton Smith. And I'll just underlie that final point that he made there. Researchers and scientists, you know, they're normal people like me and you, and they don't want to devote their time to researching a topic and writing an article about a topic. And it really is, for them, a significant investment of time, resources that they have to spend doing this research. And they don't want to do that if they're going to discover that there's no interesting effect at all resulting from something because you know they they imagine their name eventually being you know amongst the great names and the pantheon of great scientists that discovered uh, great innovative helpful things and so if there's something like dual and back training that just doesn't do anything helpful you wouldn't see continual ongoing, studies and research uh, about it being done. And we find, of course, uh, what we would hope to find for dual and back. Personally, I've used dual and back for several years. And I would say, just anecdotally, from a subjective personal view, that it is something that helps with your your short-term memory. With a with, with long-term memory, I, I don't think it really does a whole lot for your long-term memory, but for uh, short-term focusing on things, problem-solving, those classic working memory type tasks, that type of intellectual labor, I think it is something that has, in a subtle, small way, helped me over time. And that's why I recommend people, if you're investing a not insignificant chunk of change in some nootropics, which the good nootropics are not are often not cheap. There's a, there's a couple of nootropics that are pretty good, that are pretty good values, right? But a lot of the good stuff you actually have to pay for. And so if you're investing in that, if you're investing in some of like this biohacking tech, which seems to start at like several hundred dollars and go from there, I highly recommend that people habituate and do some dual back training along with that. And I think that IQ Mindwares app for this which is dual and back pro i think that really is the best i hope that you'll try it out it does have a uh, a pretty good free demo that works on both android and your ios devices so i will hope that if you're interested in this go and check out those articles and you can read that meta analysis as it is published for free on the internet for anyone to see as always i look forward to a continued conversation with you